to go ahead and bring in Adronis, as he's going to be speaking uh, in this particular video about three particular star being races and kind of their orientation relating to their relationship with Earth and any other particular you know, juicy kind of information that Adronis wants to bring through. And again, these three races will be the Andromedans, the Arcturians, and the Orions. And so they'll probably, in the near future, be another follow-up on these particular series. I decided to leave the kind of the Pleiadians and the Syrians out of it because they get talked to to death uh, very much online. And so these are just other particular races that are going to be discussed through Adronis as he comes through, providing his particular perspective on these races. There's a lot of different perspectives and a lot of them are valid, very valid. And uh, we're just basically through one person, through one being's perspective, giving an interpretation of what these beings represent. Alright, so I'll go ahead now and bring Adronis through. Here we go. We are here at this time, and we bid you greetings, and thank you very much for the opportunity of this interaction today. I am Adronis from Sirius, sending love, appreciation, and gratitude to all who are tuning in to this particular transmission being brought forward through your internet collective consciousness. In the elaboration of the perspectives that we will give pertaining to these particular star-being races, again, as shared through this conduit, is simply that of our perspective, our point of view, for there are an infinite amount of point of views, of perspectives, specifically containing information relating to the themes of these particular races in regards to their aspects, their alignments, their themes, their explorations of consciousness. We shall firstly begin with the star being race that you would understand as the Andromedans. Now, understand that their relationship to you holds what you would consider to be a future past paradox, and that many other particular beings hold certain associations in this way with many of you. That the Andromedans themselves hold, shall we say, Temporal mechanics, temporal, shall we say, overseeing, pertaining to the assistance of other particular time-space realities, space-time realities, continuities in the sense that assist in regards to the 
connection of particular beings upon your planet in regards to them, facilitating integration of other particular aspects of yourselves through these future perspectives of who you are. The Andromedans hold a very, shall we say, neutral basis pertaining to your own planet, pertaining to each and every single one of you, pertaining to what is happening within the affairs of your planetary system, assisting in regards to the galactic coordination of your star system. They hold a very, very, shall we say, fresh perspective to many of you. And this is what has been asked for is literally having what you would consider to be third-party neutral representatives that really do not have that much of a, shall we say, past, as you would understand it, or involvement relating to your planet. Through the integration of the planetary induced states of intervention, the Andromedans have, shall we say, a very large say in regards to assisting your world in regards to, shall we say, particular circumstantial, transitional, transformational, and enlightening forms of manifested event behind the scenes, to which many other particular star races are assisting them in this way. That the whole idea of intent in purity relates to interventions that prevent disaster, that promote harmony, that promote unity. The Andromedans mainly consist of humanoid-based races, different particular degrees of, shall we say, statures, shapes, sizes. There are Andromedans that many of you may realize, that may recognize that they are, shall we say, somewhat pale blue in appearance. There are also other particular humanoid Andromedans, more closer to the orientation of what you would know as your Caucasian populations. As the Andromedan constellation, shall we say, is a very big place. And there are numerous races consisting of the Andromedan collective. When you communicate with an Andromedan, you are looking at one, in that sense, who does offer a purity of love to you. Who does not, in that sense, recollect much of their associations in involvement with your world. They stay very neutral. They are, in that sense, goodwill ambassadors, love ambassadors. You would understand that many of the different craft that occupy the third and fourth density spectrums that are housed with the Andromedan Collective would relate that to what you would understand as planetary-sized vessels. Also, others that may represent boomerang-shaped craft or orb-shaped craft. Orbs of light, specifically. Many of the Andromedans, in that sense, have opened specific gateways from one of their stars within the Andromedan constellation to, shall we say, transport themselves through the exit apertures of your own star. This is also an explanation of why at times many of you have noticed that there are, shall we say, very large orbs that are, shall we say, somewhat the size of your own planet or even larger 
that have emerged from your own sun. Now, not all of these craft are Andromedan, but some of them are. As many of them, in that sense, are advanced builders. And the reason, in that sense, of why they are conveying themselves through these gigantic planetary-sized spacecraft is that from their dimension, in coordination to your own dimension relating to time measurement, would be approximately 4,000 to 5,000 years within your future in regards to spiritual advancement. Technologically, you would be looking more so in the idea of close to 6,000 to 6,500 years in, shall we say, technological advancement farther ahead from your species. The Andromedan Council covers a great deal of connections and establishments, monitoring stations within your star system. There is a particular outpost that they occupy behind your moon. There is another outpost that they occupy within the moon of Jupiter that you would understand as Ganymede. They also occupy specific regions of the planetary system that you would know as Saturn. And finally, they also occupy specific regions within the planetary system that you would know as Neptune. In order for you to connect with the Andromedans in any way you see fit, in regards to any particular type of communication, in regards to, shall we say, what are the affairs that many of the Andromedans are going through at this time, what we would precisely give you in regards to description of one particular symbol, just one particular symbol that may work for you generically, would be what you would understand as a lowercase l, basically a vertical stick, to where you would basically see an arch coming over that lowercase l, where the bottom would signify a dot or a single point. This would be one particular connection in order for you to connect with what has been termed as the Andromedan Command. These specific beings, in that sense, are able to assist you in regards to certain degrees of information that will help you relate to the idea of what their orientations, their affairs are pertaining to your world, pertaining to your star system, and what they are also helping to achieve in these times of, shall we say, pre-interventional galactic combination. We shall now move on to the beings that you would understand as the Octurians. The Octurians emerge from the constellation that you would know as Boots or Bootes, existing within the star of Octurus. Now again, there are several different races that occupy this particular star. Ones that you would understand to be somewhat humanoid in appearance, with, shall we say, specific differentiations relating to skin color ranging from the degrees of aquamarine to more of a, shall we say, lighter green spectrum. 
ears a little bit more suppressed, shall we say, eyes a little bit larger, and many of them represent androgynous races. Now, not all of them are, but specific ones that are in continual contact with many of you would be considered to be androgynous. Many of them, in that sense, are decorated within specific, shall we say, calibrative robes that are basically consciousnesses within themselves. Cloaks, garments, wardrobes of that nature, which literally are, shall we say, specific forms of consciousness interface. The, the Arcturians, shall we say, the Arcturians literally share, shall we say, a connection much to our own genetics as ourselves as Syrians. That many of the beings that you would understand as Syrians in that sense hold a direct gateway, a direct connection genetically to many of the beings that you would know as Andromedans. For they themselves are master geneticists. Many of you have in that sense related to the idea that they themselves are one of the most technologically advanced races in the galaxy. This is correct. However, much in regards to their technicality is on the basis of a bar of medium of equality relating to that of their connection to consciousness. Many of them hold many different, shall we say, abilities, specific advanced mind development, that literally in that sense initiate the ability of travel simply through the purification of their own thoughts. Many of them do not even require vessels, although there are certain Arcturian vessels that do exist. Many of the Arcturian craft will appear specifically as arrow-shaped, triangular-shaped, ring-shaped, containing singularities within the center. Again, other Arcturians are able to naturally transport themselves from planet to planet, from dimension to dimension, from star to star, in regards to advanced mental states. Much of the Arcturians hold an overseer view upon your planet, but are not as, shall we say, contained within the work ethic, as you would understand the Andromedans to be. The Andromedans, again, would represent the kin of neutral representatives in regards to the family of the star races assisting in the intervention program. The Arcturians themselves would be more so of, shall we say, higher councils, higher overseers, that are working in different ways pertaining to facilitation, in regards to mechanics, behind the scenes, temporal configurations, temporal transformations. They are technicians moving both in regards to the energetic, temporal, matter, states, assisting with certain behavioral algorithms pertaining to the nexus of space and time. Now we understand this may get a little bit complex, so we will not spend too much time on it. But they are in that sense masterful in degrees of, shall we say, negotiating pertaining to timelines between space and time. More prominent than many other races whom we have come across. 
So they are, in that sense, space and time fabric experts. The Arcturians themselves hold a very rich history to planet Earth as one of the very first particular races to visit this planet even before the times of what you would know as the reptilian claimances upon this world. For again, we are looking into paradox. The past is the future, the future is the past. No one is more adept from whom we have personally experienced in regards to the, shall we say, facilitation of particular knowledge, of wisdom, of experiences, of perspectives in this way than the Octarians themselves. We hold a particular association to the Octarians in that sense, as working under them in regards to specific approaches and attributes pertaining to time, dimension, space, energies, funnelings of consciousness, maintenance pertaining to the growth of other particular civilizations including yours. There are several ancient bases upon your planet that once contained Arcturian presences. You would find one of these areas specifically within the area that you would know as Fiji, underwater. They also hold particular Bases, again, shared behind the moon, shared upon Ganymede with the Andromedans, sharing presence throughout Saturn, and even through the planetary system of what you would know as Mars. Our particular symbol that we have shared through this continent in regards to connecting with the Octarian presence has simply been that of what you would know as a singular counterclockwise spiral that contains 12 specific points like a 12-pointed star in that sense to which you can utilize this particular form to connect with the Octarians communicate with them through your behalf pertaining to any questions you wish Understand that the Octurians, in regards to, shall we say, certain communications based upon the dimensional construct and alignment that you are able to attain, communicate somewhat differently than how we are communicating with this conduit. Many are literally able to channel them through music, as well as scribed symbols, very similar to the style of what you would know as your own ancient Hebrew. So, all those who wish to communicate with them will always vary in regards to perspective of communication, but these are the most common. We shall now move on to the third star being race, which we have been told to, shall we say, or rather asked, to provide more information on, relating to that of the Orions. A very common misconception upon your planet in regards to those who have been researching other particular races is that Orion represents a particular negative construct 
to many of you. This is incorrect. The whole idea is that what you would understand as the Orion Empire, or the, shall we say, Orion Council, holds a great deal of, shall we say, enlightening, harmonious, and beloved energy from our particular perspective. It is true that there have been certain groups within your past that have played certain forms of interventional roles containing, shall we say, distortion. There are such groups that exist. This is simply because it is a great history of, shall we say, strife. Great history in regards to certain polarity separations that occurred within the core of the Orion system, which you would understand very commonly as Orion's belt. The Orions in that sense appear very Nordic in regards to one perspective that we are giving you. Just as many as you would understand as the particular appearance of your European beings upon your planet. Blonde hair, blue eyes, etc. And that specific traits of Orion itself exist within Sirius as well as our particular appearance in regards to how it once was, as we were, shall we say, at one point quasi-physical, would represent that in similarity also to the Nordic races. Again, there are other particular beings of different characteristics, both human and non-human, that exist within the Orion constellation. That the Orions, in that sense, based upon the Council, from what we are sharing our perspective, shedding our light upon, are, in that sense, obligated to assisting voluntarily with your world. Assisting in, shall we say, particular matters, working alongside beings such as the Andromedans, working alongside, in, shall we say, particular capacities with the Octurians, with the Syrians, with the Pleiadians, all working together in this way. So, basically, we are speaking of the perspective of those who are in assistance to the intervention program. The Orion Council holds different branches pertaining to that of Orion's belt, specifically one area in what you would know as Gamma Orionis, or that of what you would know as Bellatrix, again representing the Nordic races, for they themselves are divine architects of light and sound, for they themselves are masterful inventors, for they themselves are wise mentors that have traveled in many different places throughout this galaxy and many others, foreseeing aspects of communicating with other beings and other densities and other dimensional constructs to being able to successfully communicate more with themselves in regards to the, shall we say, nexus of their own, shall we say, future aspects, ranging anywhere from 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 to 50,000 years in advance. The Orions are innovators. They are masterful, pertaining to ideas, 
concepts, always thinking. And we have personally enjoyed much of our interactions with many of the Orion ambassadors, with many of the delegates that have shared their presence, constantly giving new ideas, other ideas that we have not even personally conceived ourselves. They hold a very human-enriched innovation to themselves. They are, shall we say, quantum in their ability to expand. They negotiate sophisticatedly with many grids of consciousness, even existing beyond their own aspects of higher evolved beings occurring through themselves. They are phenomenal translators of spirit. Their languages range, shall we say, in specific forms, similar, somewhat similar, to what you would know as your own Egyptian and Arabic languages. This is, in that sense, somewhat similar to their own design. Many of the Orion craft are, in that sense, cylindrical. Others, representing diamond-shaped craft, or even pyramid-shaped craft. There are several other different variations that also constitute the energies of Orion beings, as well as many other beings that share in, shall we say, the occupying of many of these different spacecraft. Many of them also hold, shall we say, specific oval, or shall we say, saucer-shaped craft as well. The Orions, again, have a specific history with many of you upon the times of Atlantis, upon the times of Greece, associated with Pleiadian energies. Also, around the areas of Egypt, to where one of the constellations in regards to the alignment of the Giza Plateau, of the Egyptian epicenter, aligns within the patterns of what you would know as the Orion's Belt. To speak specifically with the Orion Council, one particular symbol that we will give you would be what you would consider to be a mountain peak drawn in an arch that connects with the other side to where the tip of that arch meets the point of the peak to the other side. This is one specific vibration of energy that we can give you to connect. We will share that the symbols that have been divulged here within this transmission will be available to you via this video description. We shall conclude at this particular time as we know there could be a lot more that we would share particularly to these three races but what we are attempting to do for many of you is allowing you to see that this door has been cracked open, relating to that of the Andromedans, the Turians, and the Orions. And now, it's all up to you to decide to open that door further, and being able to communicate 
with these particular races, if you so wish, if it is, in that sense, a calling to you from heart to heart. We thank you very much for the opportunity of this interaction today. I have a journalist from Syria sending love, appreciation, and gratitude to all who are tuning in to this transmission being brought forward through your internet collective consciousness. Thank you very much, farewell for this timing, and we now return to the conduit. Goodbye for now. Thank you.